Welcome back, everybody. Another edition here of the Auburn Undercover Podcast on the 24-7 Sports Network. My name is Nathan King. Um, I truly say welcome back because me and Jason were recording like 12, 13, 14 hours ago, recapping the game. Um, and now we have a definitely what the definition of an emergency podcast is. Really some some shocking news in Auburn this morning, or excuse me, this afternoon. Um, from everything we're told from, from, from what we're able to report, Brian Harson has fired wide receivers coach Cornelius Williams after only four games of the season. Obviously, they start the SEC season um, this coming Saturday at LSU. We knew there were some problems with the receivers, but I don't think anybody necessarily expected this. Uh, Cornelius Williams' contract was two years, 600000 That's kind of a, a standard contract. They're going to pay him out um, depending on what his next job is. It might be mitigated if he does take another job. He was at Troy. He was their receivers coach for a while. Um, he's a Neil Brown guy. He also had some other stops in the state. Um, but really just some really surprising news. So we've got Jason Caldwell, Mark Murphy here to quickly um, get our instant reactions to it. And Mark, you've been covering this team a long time. Is there any sort of precedent at Auburn for something like this to get rid of an assistant coach so early on in the season? You know, I can't think of anything in modern Auburn football history like this, Nathan. There might have been something, you know, back in pre-World War II days or something like that. But I'm doing a lot of research on Auburn football and nothing comes to mind right away. That doesn't mean it hasn't happened, but I'd say on a scale of one to 10 for unusual stories, four games into the season regarding Auburn football, this one's about a 9.99 because this is really, really unusual. Jason, you and I on every podcast after the games have talked about this receiving core struggling. Um, we knew that was going to be the case. I, I should say we've been talking about it all the way back since the beginning of the offseason. You lose your top three pass catchers to the NFL and Anthony Schwartz, Seth Williams, and Eli Stove, um, all of whom had opportunities to become NFL players, really good receivers. Um, Seth Williams was like a top five receiver in every category in Auburn history. So we knew they were going to take their lumps implementing a new passing game with some guys who, like you said before we started, like these guys have never done it before. Um, but, I mean, were the issues this bad? For to, I don't, to warrant this sort of situation, yeah, I, yeah. I, apparently, they they were for Brian Harson, uh, you know, and and you know, kind of m- moving forward for this thing, uh, you know, that's you know, that's what it, you know appears anyway. Um, yeah, I, we thought we've been talking about this since the spring. Uh, we saw those guys on the field. Um, you knew just from a number standpoint, Shedder Jackson played in twenty eight games, had ten career receptions, and he was by far the most productive receiver coming back for Auburn. That tells you how little experience they had. We saw. You know, Kobe Hudson last year a little bit. We saw Xavier Capers a little bit. We saw, you know, Elijah Canyon a little bit. Um, you know, you had Javarius Johnson. You had, a, you know, Malcolm Johnson. Um, you have Tavares Dawson. And you bring in Demetrius Robertson. You got Kayla Newton, who hadn't really played other than mostly special teams. Um, that's not a group of guys that you expect to go, in my opinion. I, I thought there were going to be struggles early in the season. There have been. Um, and especially when you talk about – been different if you kept the same offense and those guys just kind of slid into the same thing they're doing. This is quite a different offense for those guys at wide receiver. So, yeah, it's it's a little surprising um, when you look at it. And but not unexpected to see this group struggling early in the year. Now, maybe the, some of the issues have been alignment issues, um, you know, doing some of those things. But seeing a bunch of that stuff on defense too. Um, it's not just a wide receiver position. Just like it's not just quarterback. Um, you know. You know, inserting T.J. Finley worked 
um, to get a win late in the game against you know Georgia State. But there's more issues than just Bo Nix on on the offense, and more more issues than just the wide receivers. Um, we'll see if um, you know this is something that you know gives them a little bit of a spark. But man, you you talking about a say it's a bold move when you talking about getting ready to head to Baton Rouge to play, and now you've got a quarterback questions, and now you've got a new wide receiver coach. Um, that's that's a, that's a challenging week heading into to Red State. Yeah, just by the way, so Brian Harson, if you're listening to this on Sunday night, Sunday evening, or Monday morning, um, Brian Harson's going to talk to us, scheduled to talk with, to us. His weekly press conference is Monday at 1.30 Central. So we'll be talking about, you know, whatever he says and whatever he has to say about that, um, because obviously it, it was enough to warrant a situation like this. So, you know, he's been talking about this since the beginning of the season, since fall camp, since spring practice, actually, that the receivers um, needed to be better, and he was putting a lot of pressure on them to execute. Um, and obviously what wasn't up to his standard, very clear now that the receivers coach is gone. Jason, I'll stick with you. Um, I think a lot of questions, a question that a lot of people have right now is how does this impact recruiting? Auburn's already got a guy on board and Amari Kelly, uh, who's one of their big targets, Jay Fair, the three-star out of Texas. Um, and then a guy named Darius Clemens, who, you know, you guys have said that Auburn is in a pretty good spot to land. How does this affect that situation? Look like they were set up for a, for a pretty good recruiting class at receiver. Yeah, in the short term, it, it it obviously you know doesn't help because you know the the shock value of it for those guys is going to be there. Now it depends on what the these guys look like the rest of the time. We expect uh, I think it's Eric Kiesau. I think that's how you say it. We expect him to kind of take over coaching the wide receivers. He is a veteran wide receiver coach. He's done it at Boise. Yeah, he was an OC at, and coached at Cal. He's coached Deshaun Jackson, and uh, he's coached some really good wide receivers. You know, who knows? It, it may turn out for those guys, they go, hey, they see some drastic improvement and, you know, move. But in the short term, it, it, it can't be a positive. Um, where, it, where it could be, you know, you know, something that has an impact is this is a guy that's from the state of Alabama. He played at Hoover. He played at Troy. This guy that a lot of high school coaches are familiar with. So in that regard, I, I think not necessarily just wide receivers, but maybe, you know, it, it's going to – you know, maybe impact you a little bit just in terms of the state of Alabama because of, you know, so many people knew Cornelius Williams and know of him. Yeah, he was the guy who you look back at what he had done throughout his career. Like you said, started playing in Hoover. He pretty much made, you know, in roots and connections at every possible spot you could make um, across the state. And that's something you wanted with the staff when they came in because they didn't necessarily have those Alabama connections. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, Eric Keesaw got a lot of experience. Like you said, he was the wide receivers coach at Boise, got promoted to the OC at Boise has a lot of experience dating back on the West coast. Like you said, he coached some good receivers, including Sean Jackson, Deshaun Jackson at Cal. Um, Mark looking forward to the rest of the season. Now um, I was telling Jason this before we started, all of a sudden this team is a lot more interesting over the last 24 hours, particularly um, on offense. Just what do you expect? And, and what do you think these receivers need to do um, over this next, over the next week, considering, the situation they're they're dealt with. Not only are you replacing your position coach, but you're also going to be balancing first team reps between two starting quarterbacks. Um, what would you like to see out of the receiving core over the next few weeks? If I was a receiver, I'd like to see a quarterback throw a pass to me when I'm, I'm open behind the secondary. There are at least four touchdowns missed uh, by poor passes that were overthrown in the last game. Uh, for sure, three by Bo Nix, one by T.J. Finley. And there's a couple others that certainly, if they were thrown on target, the receivers were open. So, uh, you know, it's really interesting. We could see uh, Mr. Finley 
returning to the Bayou as the starting quarterback after starting five games down there. And I think he's pretty fired up about the possibility. I'll be surprised if he doesn't start. And uh, there's a lot of really interesting aspects to this game because, you know, he lost his starting job last year with a really poor performance against Auburn. And you remember they pulled him after the first series of the third quarter after he fumbled the ball, was picked up and scooped and scored and just had a really poor game. So, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot going on this week. You know, LSU is uh, trying to bounce back from a really disappointing season. Uh, They're three and one like Auburn, but, you know, like Auburn, there are a lot of questions about how good is LSU, Nathan? You know, they just haven't played a really good football game yet. They've had trouble running the football. They're heavily reliant on the pass. And uh, so, you know, both teams got loads of questions. It's the second SEC game for LSU, the SEC opener for Brian Harson. Yeah, and an SEC opener that carries a whole lot of storylines now. Auburn's trying to win for the first time in a long time in Baton Rouge, 22 years. Going to be breaking in some new uh, wide receiver coaching, and you've got the quarterback situation. Um, we'll have it all covered for you guys this week at AuburnUndercover.com. Just wanted to hop in here real quick and react to the big news of the day on Sunday. We're going to have all kinds of coverage. Again, be on the lookout tomorrow. Going to be a very interesting press conference um, for Brian Harson. He's going to have a lot of tough tough questions to answer. So we'll see how he goes about that in terms of the, the coaching change and the quarterback position. So keep it locked at AuburnUndercover.com. Thanks so much to Mark and Jason. If you guys enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star review. The intro and outro music is by Beats by Mordecai. You can find them on Twitter, SoundCloud, and Instagram. And until the next episode, we will talk to you guys later. Everybody have a good start to the week.